0: This is the Mulligans Podcast show number three. I'm your host, Hayden Wright, along with my co-host here is Austin Cole. Austin, what's going on, my friend?
1: You know, it's been a very busy, busy week, uh, looking at getting a house out in Oklahoma now. So we just got our pre-approval letter and going to be visiting and looking at homes within the next week and then hopefully close on a house shortly after.
0: That's exciting. So you you mentioned the one house to me. You said it had a... uh a unit in the back that you were going to try to fix up and run out. Is that right?
1: Yeah. So uh, it was actually a pretty cool deal. So it's a home obviously in the front and then there's a little bitty house behind it and it has like the kitchen it has a bedroom living room. It's basically just a one bedroom house, one bed, ba- one bath, and uh, a nice little house hack could get a decent amount rent for that. And then could cover most of the mortgage on the, on the big house. And so we'd be living for pretty cheap. So that'd be pretty cool if we could get that done.
0: Yeah, that would be huge. That's awesome. Cool. So, busy week. Um, got the house hack thing going. That's awesome. Yeah, you got a lot of new exciting things coming up. I know you're getting married in, what, like 12 days now?
1: Yeah, it's coming up. I think it's 16. Uh, oh, it's almost two weeks. Two weeks from Friday.
0: It comes fast. Let me tell you, from somebody who's been married a long time, you know. All <laughs> two weeks. It, it go, the wedding goes by quick. But, uh, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about today's show with Calvin atkins he's a, a phenomenal wholesaler here on the houston market he's only been at this for a year and he's got five deals under his belt and uh we met him at the a recent networking event that wally LaWall hosts uh he was our last guest but he hosts it here in houston if you're in the area you should definitely stop by so you can meet more wonderful people like wally and and calvin um but anyways i mean i just really love today's show
1: yeah no calvin is uh He's he's an awesome guy. Uh, if we got we got to talk to him last uh, a couple weeks ago, and he, he has a lot of information, and uh, he's more than willing to just help anybody. Uh, he just wants to pay it forward because uh, he got the help, and he, he's more than willing to just help anybody out.
0: That's true. He's been very generous with his time. You know, a lot of people will stiff you if if you're interested, if you're not serious. But he's he's pretty open, and he'd love any uh, anything he could do to help you. So without further ado, let's get to today's show.
1: Yep. Calvin, welcome to
0: the Mulligans podcast. Happy to have you here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of met you at Wally Walls' uh, little monthly meetup and he introduced you as his wholesaler. So uh, what we want to know is how did you get into the game? Who are you? And what are your plans? Uh, well, uh, I got into it.
2: Like I said, it's not a special story. Um, I got into I had a uh, ex-girlfriend who was like into real estate. This was like years ago, this was some time ago. And um it didn't really pique my interest. Um not as much. I mean, I was interested in it, but not as much. And um about a year ago, I had a friend bring it up to me and he was like, Man, you ever like heard of like real estate investing? And I was like, Yeah, I I'm kinda familiar with it. And uh we just started talking about it and uh I was like, you know, maybe be something that we should look in that, you know, doing like getting into. So, um, we started like digging, doing research, like reading, uh, you know, YouTube university, um, <laughs> you know, just you know, picking the brains of people who we know, you know, like do real estate and interested in real estate, just trying to get, um, as much information as possible. And, um, when we felt comfortable we, you know, jumping into it, we just like jumped in, you know, feet first and, and here here I am today.
0: Awesome. Wow. Awesome. So when you say you jumped in feet first, uh what does that mean? You go to start door knocking, did you send out letters, cold calls? What did that look like? Uh driving for dollars. Okay. Cold calling. Uh and
2: what's what's funny is um I um uh, man, we like I said we would we would go driving for dollars uh and like that was the that was you know that's that's early that's what a lot of people do early to start out right because you know they're not you know too familiar with uh how to how to generate leads so we did the uh driving for dollars and uh, I met I met a lot of people doing that. And, you know, it, it it's not a um, it's not a dead system like people try to make it out to be. It's it's effective where you can go out and like door knock and, you know, talk to people and you talk to some of the neighbors and neighborhoods. And, you know, you'd be surprised at what neighbors know about other neighbors. Right, And, um, you know, they'll, they'll tell you, hey, look, I think that person over there is trying to sell their house or, you know, the person up the street was talking about selling their home. So you may want to go give them, you know, a, a ring or, you know call them and, you know, see what they're, uh, see what they're trying to do. So um, I've done it. I've done it all. You know, the only thing I haven't done is uh, the yellow letters. I haven't done the yellow letters. Really? And why is that? You know, I saw, I saw someone's house one time. It was vacant. And if I tell you that it was full of letters from investors and uh, I was like, man, like, how do they they sift through all of this? I guess they just throw them all away, you know. If you, you know, because you you're not gonna you're not gonna go through all of that, you know. So, right. I mean, it's, it's not to say it's not effective. I mean, it's not something that I wouldn't try. It's Just it would probably be the last thing that I would sure that I would try. Gotcha. But um, a little bit more about uh, a little bit more about my story. Um, like I said, me and my friend we did the uh, research and we just kind of like jumped in feet first with it and we just started door knocking, cold calling, uh, cold texting. And, uh, you know, then we started to, you know, get more familiar with how to, how to, uh, generate leads. And I'm more so into it now than, uh, than he is, you know, mm-hmm. gotcha. it's, it's, it's a process. It's definitely a process, but, uh, in the end it's definitely
0: worth it. Yeah. Gotcha. So now, uh, how long did you spend researching and, and learning before you jumped feet first analysis
2: paralysis about (laughs) about six months i'd say just Uh, just research reading and like i said just talking to people who's familiar with it and you know you'd be surprised who owns property you'd be surprised who's you know very well educated and very well versed in the real estate field because i was so Mm
0: -hmm. right right so, Austin, do you have a question? You seem
1: like you're about to ask something. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you uh, you said you spent six months um, researching, and in that six months, you decided wholesaling was for you. Did you ever, in that six months, went back and forth? You wanted to do some buy and holds, or you said, no, I want to stick with wholesaling. That's what I'm going to research. And you obviously that's, that's what you do now. But uh, did you ever think did you want to do something else?
2: Um, wholesaling is where you start. That's where I want to start, you know, just to generate the capital. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, you go and, you know, buy and hold or you do the bird method. The bird method is what I'm really trying to, uh, that's what I really want to do.
0: And what is the bird method for the listeners that do not know?
2: Okay. The bird method for the listeners who are not familiar is, uh, you, you buy, you rehab, you, you rent, you refinance, and then you redo it all over again. So um, you basically buy a property, you rehab it, um, put a tenant in there, let them rent it out, uh, and you pull the equity out of the property and you use that money to go and finance your next project.
0: Perfect. So you started off in wholesaling and you never really kind of looked back or looked around. You had eyes uh, focused on wholesaling because you knew that's where you wanted to start. Tunnel Vision. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I love right. it. I love every
2: aspect of Wholesale and I love real estate You know I didn't know that I would Like it this much but uh, I do I love every aspect of it I love going to see the houses Getting inside of the houses seeing what uh, Needs to be done uh, Rehab wise uh, You know just whatever concepts you can Do with a uh, rehab in a house You know you see a house and it's kind of Cramped you can open the house up, make it more of an open concept house. You can raise the ceiling, up. You know, just just the little details of uh, of, of wholesaling and and I just I love it all. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, would you?
1: Go ahead would, you want to like walk through what you do in a wholesale deal? I know a lot of people don't necessarily know the the details, but like uh, maybe start with uh, you sending a cold call or doing a cold call or a text, and then like what's the process? Until the the closing, and getting that nice check.
2: <laughs> yeah, no wholesale, no two wholesale deals are the same. I can okay. say that. Um, it they all have like different different details. Like right now, I just today got a property under contract, and uh, we're looking to close oh. literally today. That's why I was coming back from. So yeah. I literally today got a property under contract. And uh, we're looking to close in about three weeks. So, just to give you a quick rundown of that process, um, we found that one through cold texting. And the irony of it is the the home that we found. I was just, you know, just taking a shot in the dark. Um, it wasn't vacant. It was. It was. There were people there, and um, I just went ahead and you know cold text them. Um, well, let me back up. I skip traced the address, got the information, and skip tracing Mm -hmm. is basically getting the uh, information of the homeowner or getting the information for someone who possibly is affiliated with the homeowner.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And uh, you get the phone number. And from there, you can either cold call or cold text and uh, reach out, gauge their motivation to want to sell. I did that. Uh, They were ready to sell. Um, And, you know, people's motivation is always different so uh they were motivated because uh the uh it was an older couple and they had their daughter living with them and um daughter just had a uh a, a baby so they had their grandbaby with them and um they're motivated to move they want a newer you know more updated home the home that they're living that was built in nineteen sixty
0: mm-hmm. so, yeah
2: so um they um they were motivated to move and um we made the offer. Uh, they made a counter offer obviously and uh we met somewhere in the middle which is you know the the game in uh in wholesaling mm-hmm. so um start to finish it started with a cold text then we we started negotiating and um i well, excuse me i was skipping stuff. i went to see the property
1: then yeah, yeah
2: then made the offer then they made the counter offer and we met in the middle. And so I got them under contract. And the reason why this one's different, because they we're actually trying to help them find a place.
0: Okay. So, okay. So you're working on relocating them as well as buying that property. Yes. That's interesting. Now tell me, can you tell us a little more about how that works? Uh, well, and they, why they were, you're doing that? yeah,
2: well, they want to, um, they want a, a rental property. And mm-hmm. um, so they want, they want to, you know, we buy the house from them and they want to take, you know, a portion of that money and just put it into a rental property. It's, I'm saying like they want to rent a property for a few years. So they just want to go ahead and pay it up mm-hmm. for like two years. And from there, they they just want to work on, you know, building their capital, working on credit, things like that until they can get ready and um, move into a, a new home. So uh, I work with Wale, And uh, Wale's been real helpful throughout the process as far as like, you know, helping them relocate. So we've been giving them, you know, options on um, where they could possibly relocate to. They have a, uh, they have a, 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 what am I trying to say? They have a destination in mind, you know, they have a a side of town that they're looking to uh, live on.
0: And what side of town is this property at?
2: Uh, the property is on the northeast side of town
0: okay. where
2: they're living in It's on the northeast side of town. And they're looking to uh, locate relocate in the Humble, Atasca City, uh Summerwood area.
0: Okay. OK, so now let me ask you this, because this this is just something that I've been curious about with with the market being as hot as it is and and them knowing that they could get a lot of money for putting that on the market is that something that they brought up or did you have to talk them down from that? Or how how did that whole um, aspect of it all, you know? I had to talk them off a ledge. Okay.
2: Um, I did due diligence. I made an offer. They made a counter offer. We met in the middle at a price. I wake up three days later to a text message that says, thank you for all your help. We decided to go with a realtor.
0: Oof.
2: Mm-hmm. Devastated. I had to digest it and it was like, okay, um, they want to go with a realtor. And I'm pretty sure the reason why they want to go with a realtor is because they think they can get more money mm-hmm. on the market. right? And the truth is, I, you know, you know, in wholesaling real estate you know there's a there's 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 rules that everybody tries to follow um and one of the rules is we're using a 70 percent rule here mm-hmm. unfortunately this is houston texas and the market's kind of hot so you can't use the 70 percent rule you got to up that a little if you want to be competitive mm-hmm. so we upped it quite a bit and um uh, she decided to you know come back off that ledge and uh, deal with us when we kind of like offered a little more and, you know, plus um, we were offering to help find somewhere for them to uh, move
0: mm-hmm. as well. So. Okay. So you were able to kind of compete with what the market is doing right now and explain to them that just because you listen on the market doesn't mean you're going to get, you know, what you want. Uh, that much more for it. Right. So, and, and also you brought in the fact that you will help them, relocate which is something extremely valuable right now just because it is so hot and me and my wife have been looking for a house since the middle of February and we just keep getting out bed we put yeah we put eight offers out and just kept we were always within the top two but they just kept um, we just always got uh, beat out so uh, I think that that probably really helped her out gave her that peace of mind and made her more comfortable moving forward with you would you agree with that
2: Absolutely. And another thing that helped is just building a rapport with her.
0: Right. You know?
2: mm-hmm. Like building building a rapport with her was something else that helped too because, you know, she just had a grandchild. So I went by and I dropped off some diapers, you know, and a nice gift card, you know, things like that. Just mm-hmm. building a rapport because the real estate agent that she was going to go with is actually her good friend.
0: Oh, that's tough.
2: Yeah, it is. To compete with that. that that's was, tough. It is. And, and so... I just, you know, I, I just stay with it. I stay with it. And she was like, you know what? She was like, I, re- I really appreciate your effort and what you're doing. And I'm just going to go ahead and go with you. Cause I mean, she could have put it on the market, yeah. but you know, and the agent that she was working with, you know, how agents are, I, 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 I you know, I, I love learning from real estate agents, but they're going to basically tell the seller what they want to hear in order to get that listed you know and i I walked her through it and i was you know i was straightforward i was like look what's probably going to happen if you put this on the market is they're going to tell you oh we we can get you 100 120 you know thousand for this home and then they're going to come back in about 30 days and tell you that they may have to do a slight price reduction and then they're probably going to come back in another thirty days and tell you that they're going to have to do another price reduction because what they're you know you have to go with what the market tells you you have to sell for what the you can list your house for whatever you want but you got to go with what the market tells you and if the market says that this home is only worth eighty <laughs> k then you know everybody has Google everybody has a smartphone laptop iPhone iPad anybody can see the value of so a- that was that was a conversation
0: and that that kind of helped her you know. Get her mind right. Right.
2: It reeled them back in.
0: Right. Exactly. So now how many, uh, how many touches would you say that this whole deal took, start to finish? I'm sorry. Say that again. How many like points of contact, like how many text messages, in-person meetings, phone calls, would you say this took over what time period? Uh, this was a 10 day time period. And
2: it was, there were so many, uh, phone calls, missed calls, text messages, um, points of contact from start to finish, man, I'd say at
0: least 20. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you talked a good bit. Now, what is, what is the end goal for this property? Are you trying to, are you trying to, who's the ideal buyer? Um, the end
2: goal is to obviously rehab it. And, um, either put it back on the market or rent it out, but, uh, it's got a pretty good ARV. So yeah, so we got it. What is the ARV?
0: If you don't mind us asking, how did you figure that out?
2: Uh, 140 and, uh, yeah, 140. And we, uh, got it for about 70. Wow. Yeah. It does need about, uh, 45 K worth of work though. Mm. So yeah,
0: but, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. ahead. Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna try to wholesale this deal, or you're gonna do it yourself and burn it? Uh, I w- I'm a, uh, I'm gonna wholesale
2: this one. I'm definitely gonna wholesale mm-hmm. this one.
0: Then why is that? Out. You don't want to rent it out?
2: Well, um, I mean, I, it's 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 not necessarily in an area that I would want to rent out. Okay. You know, just to be candidly,
0: mm-hmm. right? And and how
2: did you say you calculated the ARV?
0: Was that through Wally?
2: Well, I actually uh ran a comps myself. You can do it through Zillow, you know. They'll show you mm-hmm. the uh, houses that are, you know, sold in the area. You can do it Zillow. through uh, Zillow. So you can go and you can look at the houses that are sold and you can just run the comparables from uh from Zillow. If you know, while it helps quite a bit um yeah. with that as well. But you know, you can do it through Zillow and um As far as running comps is concerned, uh and that's how I calculated the ARV, I ran the comps for the property. Mm-hmm. And uh I just basically took the um five most comparable homes at least within a 0.5 or half a mile radius uh for those that are not too familiar with decimals, uh <laughs> half a mile radius. Uh you want to start with at least uh, 0.25. And if you can't find anything within a 0.25 radius, you want to work out from there. And uh you want to take at least um five properties. Mm-hmm. And you uh, five properties, you take five um properties that have been uh fixed up pretty similar and um yeah you go from there you can use the square footage if you want you can take the square footage of five properties that have been fixed up add them and what is the range
0: you use for square footage like plus or minus 200 square feet yeah either way plus or minus either way 200 square feet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotcha cool um okay so austin do you look like you're about to yeah
1: uh so with the uh you mentioned so yeah, you, you have the comparables, and so you know what the after repair value would be worth. How do you determine the re, like what kind of repairs you need to do, mm-hmm. or, or how do you determine actually the the value of that? Uh,
2: yeah, uh, so basically, we you know you need a GC, a general mm-hmm. contractor. You know, you need a, a contractor who. Who's, who's pretty good with uh, running the numbers. And I know a few who are pretty good with uh, just running the numbers off the top of their head. And, they, you know, I and I build a rapport with those guys as well, and they kind of showed me, you know, well, you know, if you want to rehab a home, you want to do like a kitchen, for example, if you need to redo a, a kitchen, like complete rehab, you know, that, that can range anywhere from, you know, uh, 5 to 10K. Uh, bathrooms, uh, you know, you can do that, and that will range from, you know, you probably spend about five to seven K mm-hmm. on a bathroom. Um, you know, and barring that the house has any uh structural damage, foundational issues, roof, you know, roof issues. Um, if you have to convert the house, you know, um, you know, if it's only got one bathroom, you know, you're gonna probably have to turn it, you know, into like a uh three two or you know, a three one and a half, you know, something like that. So uh contractors contractors have helped out quite a bit but if you don't have contractors um you might want to start using like the square footage of the house
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, if you have a house uh I-, I can't think of the numbers off the top of my head but um if you have a home and i want to say it's like um a thousand square feet the uh rehab budget can be anywhere from 10 to 20k um if it's like 1500 square feet it can be anywhere from 25 to 30 K 2000 square feet, you know, be 35 to 40 K,
0: you know, you just go from there. Right. So just an estimation, right. Based off square footage and then sometimes getting a contractor come in and tell you how much, what you want to do it would be. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely. Perfect. So now Calvin, how long have you been in this game? You mentioned that you went through a six month research period and how long is this, this total, real estate career been going on? Uh
2: about a year now actually.
0: About a year. Wow. And how many deals have you done inside this year? Uh inside of this year? Uh two. This would be my So I am mean, at, my bad. In in all of your real estate career. Is it still two? No, and in, inside of the real estate career it's been about five. But five. Wow. And these are early, all those...
2: early on was more J V Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: Cause I wasn't too like I I, I jumped in but I wasn't like too familiar. So I just want to like JV and like, you know, you know, just have somebody else kind of walk me through it. And I was mm-hmm. just like enough up to run into some people who who were good people because a lot of people, you know, they kind of overestimate the ARV and the comps. Mm-hmm. And, so you got to watch out for those people.
0: All right. So now how did you meet these people you were JVing with? Was this through like a, through networking or through social media? Or how did that, how did those come up? Networking, going
2: to events, just going mm-hmm. to the events, going to uh different real estate investor events and uh networking with people, you know. Um not everybody has your best interests at heart, so you just have to uh keep that in mind. Right. You know, and so it,
0: you, you were kind of the you were kind of the legs behind this operation, like uh, and they were the money or how, how did that go? What did um, you bring to the table?
2: Well, it it would depend. It would depend. Um, you know, the first the first deal, uh I, I knew I knew a buyer. Guy had a property and we just went from there. It was a lot. And uh, the guy had the lot and he had been trying to sell it and he was trying to sell it for like um uh, 49k. And we, you know, we ran the comps, and I was like, look, listen, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I know you're trying to get a steal, but that's not gonna happen. Realistically speaking, what are you trying to get? And I'll add my fee on top of it, you know. So he's like, Okay, well, look, if you can get twenty seven, um, you can keep whatever else, you know, you negotiate above 27.
0: Mm, interesting. Okay. So that's,
1: we can kind yeah. of talk about the first deal. So, uh, uh so you, you just finished your research and how'd you come across this piece of land that, so obviously it was land, so no house on it at all. And that was your first wholesale deal, correct?
2: Right. I had the buyer, the guy had the property. Oh, okay. Okay yeah okay. i had to I had to buy he had the property and uh funny funny thing um I found it on a bandit sign did you really so you had bandit signs out and
0: just you no I, I,
2: no I didn't have banded signs out the guy had banded
0: signs trying oh. to sell the property okay okay gotcha made sense and, yeah. you, and so you called that bandit sign up and said hey i have a i have a seller in mind." hmm yes Actually. okay and now, if you don't mind us asking, how much were you able to sell that for? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. That's good. Bad. And you were, uh, and so you split that down the middle with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And now, so do you still work with that partner, or are these partners constantly changing, or how are, how do you go about finding new partners and new buyers, right? Or do you use the same ones over and over?
2: Uh, I um, I met a few. Like on Facebook, I've met a few online. I've met a few at um at different real estate events. I, I, I got a um got a little pool. Yeah, <laughs> I got a laundry list of uh, wholesalers that I actually like dealing with, and uh you know ones that are in, that are familiar with how JVing works because JVing can be a little tricky.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and ones that know how to run comparables accurately. Because, like I said, you'll you'll definitely run into, and I'm just this is for the new wholesalers. Because trust me, I know how it goes for the new wholesalers. Um, you're gonna run into guys that want a JV, and they may present a property to you. You may want to go back and do your own comps because they're gonna they're gonna uh, boost the comps way more than what they actually are, and they're gonna under uh, underestimate the ARV of the property. So. You know, you may want to get with guys who are professionals, uh, who've been doing it for a while and who are honest.
0: Right. So you just got to go through, filter through a lot of different people. Right. And look for those sort of character traits. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So now, Calvin, what was what is the biggest lesson you have learned and the biggest takeaway you want our audience to have? Or in other words, what is your biggest failure? My what you know, one thing that I would want the
2: audience to take away from it is they say th- they say this in um, real estate and investing, wholesaling all the time. You are one deal away. Never lose sight of that. And it is tough. Mm-hmm. It's definitely tough. Um I would say just try to gain as much knowledge as possible, because I have lost deals. I've lost deals. I've had deals. And I've lost, not that I backed out, but the sellers backed out, Mm -hmm. you know. So I would say do your best to build a rapport uh, with sellers because it's not going to be easy. And it it may be a a lengthy, drawn-out process, but the check at the end is definitely worth it. Uh, Stay diligent, and um, it'll definitely work out. like i said please remember please remember it is not easy but if you apply the right methods you will definitely be successful so just be patient keep learning and it's gonna work out in the end i promise that
1: so you mentioned earlier that uh you eventually want to do a bur but what's your what's your true goal uh in the real estate world or like what 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 is your what do you where do you see yourself in 10 20 years
2: um good question i would like to i would like to pool my money with other investors and buy apartments
0: okay. you know so you want um, you want to syndicate apartment deals pretty much okay and That's when do you the- want to start doing that
2: <laughs> yesterday impossible <laughs> uh, i would like to, i would like to do it in the very very near future now those are like that, that's that that's way more than just like wholesale because that requires a, a good a good bit of capital to to do so um you know you have these guys that are just you know they just have tons of money and so you have other people who are handling the money they're like hey we're going to take your money and we're going to put it over here and we're going to buy this property and we're going to manage it and you guys just split the money evenly
0: you know that's something right Right. so calvin you mentioned that you don't want to do that off the bat but that is exactly what i'm trying to do so uh, a good book i just read and i loved it and i'm going to read through it again just because it was it was so good and it painted a very clear picture a very clear path for how to get started without any sort of experience or money um, to syndicate these apartment deals is the book by Michael, Michael Blanc. I, I, I heard, listen to his episode on the bigger pockets podcast. I forget what, uh, which episode I think he's got a couple, but his book how to achieve financial freedom through real estate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, in, it's incredible. And That's I mean, wow. now I've, I've recommended it to Austin. He's going to read it next after he finishes the, the Burr method, but it's taken him a few months just because he's, <laughs> Slow reader, but whatever. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's a, I got it's a, I got
1: things going on.
0: <laughs> Life is happening. Yeah, yeah whatever. Anyways, <laughs> it's a it's you know a, I'm truly
1: getting the knowledge out of the book. It's not about how fast you can do it. It's what it you can get out of it.
0: Whatever. We won't mention the third grade reading level. But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, it's just it's just an incredible book, and I think it it really gives you it gave me the confidence um, to continue with this this goal of doing one apartment deal. And so I know you, as you just kind of mentioned, just you're one deal away. And Michael has this theory called, he calls it the, uh, the, the law of the first deal, meaning that within your first multifamily deal, no matter if it's a hundred units, no matter if it's a duplex, quadplex, whatever, that you'll be financially free in three to five years just because that momentum is is so powerful. So um, I would definitely check out that book. And he's got a podcast, and I'm even looking into the course now. And the course is nothing I would have looked into before because I was a little sketched out about him. But I, I mean, I, I'd hef- heavily recommend looking into Michael Block because he seemed he knows what's going on. I do want to say this to uh, new
2: wholesalers as well. Um, the the money is definitely in the follow-up. follow up. Mm. Follow up follow up with these sellers. I made the mistake of. Um, not following up with the seller for a weekend, he was selling a duplex. And I made the mistake of not following up with him. And He sold that duplex that Sunday. I was supposed to call him Friday. And he sold it. Him and his brother, they were trying to get out of the wholesale, uh, excuse me, out of the uh, real estate business. They own properties. They own apartment complexes. And uh, they own a few duplexes, and uh, I was trying to get the duplex from them. Make sure you follow up with these sellers because if they're serious, they will sell. I mean, the same day they get off of the phone with you. Wow. And I lost that deal. Yeah.
1: So it's working twenty four seven basically, in
2: right. the wholesale business. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, it is a constant. It is a constant grind. It's a constant and- job.
0: And now at what point do you give up? Is it after they tell you no or do you you go until after they tell you no? Um. You know, I don't I don't waste
2: too much time after someone says unless I know that the reason why they're saying no is something that I can change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless I know that it's something that I can I can do something about. I don't waste too much time after I hear a, a no because there's so many other deals like, like that can be done. You know, like I said, I just got yeah. one under contract and I'm working on getting another one under contract uh, this week as well. It was a house that was burned and uh, it was burned on the inside.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: And uh, I'm working on getting that one done. I'm just trying to negotiate the terms. So and I'm making sure to follow up like every Every
0: mm-hmm. day. So you're not worried about annoying them because the worst thing they can say is no. And then then you have your answer. Then you can move on.
2: Yeah, you never want a maybe or a possibly you never want that. And, uh, right. you know, so I, I try not to leave until they sign the uh, contract or I send it docusign and we get it done. Once we agree, we get it signed and we getting it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
1: how did you come up with your contract that you uh, send out? Did you get a lawyer or you uh, kind of just did it yourself?
2: Well, I used a few templates online that I've seen people using, and uh, I went mm-hmm. to the uh, title company just to see if the you know if we could use that uh contract and uh the the, the the agent was like yeah this this will this will definitely fly. this will definitely work so you know in in any um, new wholesaler, if you get a contract or if you're trying to put together a template, it's okay to do it uh, from what you see online but please go to the title company and mm-hmm. talk to a closing agent and let the closing agent tell you whether or not this is a, a valid contract.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. Good to know. All right, Calvin, well we're coming up on the 40 minute mark here and we're trying to make this nice and digestible for our, for our listeners, but you've provided us a, a great deal of value today. I think the listeners are going to uh, get a lot from this. Um, so last two questions here. One, where can people find more about you? And two, what can they do? Are you open to working with new people as far as wholesaling goes? And what kind of deals are you looking for and how can they provide you value? Um, Well, first, you guys can
2: find me on Instagram. That's where I am the most frequent. Uh, The Real Ace of Spade. You can find me on Instagram at The Real Ace of Spade. Let me spell that out. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L. A-C-E-O-F-S-P-A-D-E. The Real Ace of spade. And if you're looking for me on Facebook, and I do a lot of uh, real estate on Facebook and I uh, mm-hmm. connect with a lot of people um, who do real estate on Facebook. So you can just uh, type my entire name, Calvin Atkins, and uh, you'll see me on there. And We can definitely connect. And um, I'm definitely open and interested in working with new people, um, people who are ambitious. Um, you can bring me... You know, whatever you bring me a deal, and I, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out how to make it work. Um, I'm not sure if that completely answers your question. If you oh, want yeah, to no, more. but uh, I, I'm definitely interested in working with people. Definitely open to working with new people, and um, I definitely want to help as many people for free mm-hmm. as I can because there are a lot of gurus who charge an arm and a leg and a foot to, you know give you advice that you can find on youtube so
0: yeah all right well perfect all right well calvin we greatly appreciate you being here again the value you brought us was um you know incredible and we hope to have a you know a future future podcast with you again when you uh, start getting into those multi-families yeah absolutely and listen
2: thank you guys for having me um this is the staple a real estate podcast in here with Mr. Austin Cole. (laughs) This is the staple. Yes, sir. Where everybody needs to go to get the best interviews and the most accurate information when it comes to real estate investing, wholesaling, burn method, uh, house hacking, Mm -hmm. whatever it comes to real estate. This is
0: where your go-to <laughs> well, we, we appreciate, appreciate that, you, yeah. yeah awesome. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, man. Look forward to seeing you at uh, Wally's next meetup. Absolutely. I will All right, man. Have a good one. Appreciate it. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Right. Well, that was a great show. I mean, Calvin, you know, at the end there, he mentioned again just how willing he was, a, he was to um, be approached by those new to the game just because he understands where they came from being that he just came from that position just a year ago. But I mean, talk about a guy who is, uh, you know, built it from nothing in such a short amount of time. He's done five deals. That's, that's incredible. Um, I mean, what were your thoughts, Austin?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. He's, he's just an awesome person all around, uh, inside real estate and outside. And he's a nice guy. He's a cool guy to talk to. Uh, You should definitely give him a follow on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, definitely reach out to him he's he's more than willing to help out like uh, he mentioned and we mentioned previously but yeah he's full of information
0: yeah Instagram's a good place to go he mentioned that his uh, handle there at the end but you'll see why he goes by the release of spade and you'll be uh, rather impressed as me and Austin were when we found oh, out yeah um, so we'll leave that as a little surprise for you uh, but yeah overall just a great guy I hope to definitely gonna keep in touch with him see him at the net, next networking event. Um, but he he definitely shared some valuable lessons today. And yeah. I really like the importance he mentioned of uh, you're just one deal away, you know, th- you're three feet from gold. So just to keep working, keep pushing, remember why you're doing it and to not give up on that.
1: Yeah, no. And I love his goals and aspirations of getting that apartment deal underway. And uh, he talked about analysis paralysis and he only was only researching for six months before jumping in. And we hear stories of people doing it for three years, five years. And so that was, it was awesome seeing that, uh, and how he claimed it was analysis paralysis, but I thought that was just, just the right amount of time needed before he went and jumped in. Yeah. But he he seemed like he was
0: disappointed with how long he took. So he just, he pulls the triggers and aims later, you know? So, um, but yeah, definitely not afraid. Definitely just got right into it. Um, but overall, um, great show and looking forward to what our relationship can bring him and what, what he can provide us with. So.
1: Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram.
0: Yeah, definitely. We just got our new Instagram up, our new TikTok up, working on a YouTube. Um, I don't think we have Facebook, but we will get there eventually. So give us a follow. I'll link it below to each of those. Definitely give us a follow there and and stay tuned for more content. We really appreciate all you listeners out there. Um, On that note, I'm Hayden Wright.
1: And I'm Austin Cole.
0: Signing off.